OmegaMetroid.com is here. We're so proud to finally share our website with you, giving Metroid fans a dedicated Metroid one-stop shop for the latest news, fan creations, walkthroughs, maps, and of course, the latest episodes of the Omega Metroid podcast. That's not all. If you'd rather listen on YouTube, you can check out episodes there. And if you really want to take your Omega Metroid experience to the next level, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get access to special Discord roles, a platform on the website to promote your projects, exclusive bonus shows, and so much more. Memberships start at just as little as $1 a month. OmegaMetroid.com is the source of all this great content. So whether you're a new Metroid fan or a series veteran, OmegaMetroid.com is the place for you. Check out OmegaMetroid.com today. Welcome to the Zelda cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Allison Aletha. It is a good week. It's a good week for video games. It's a good week for Nintendo fans. And it's a pretty decent week for Zelda fans as well. We had a Nintendo Direct drop on, uh, what day was that, Wednesday? And you and I covered it. Yep. yep. I'm excited to get going today. How are you doing, Al? Doing pretty good. I'm caffeinated. It's a lovely, beautiful, sunny Sunday outside. I'm ready for this crappy winter weather to be gone, and I feel I feel good. I, I you're right. It was a very good week. Yeah, it's it's actually like gorgeous here. It's it's very nice. Yes. All the snow is melting, so hopefully that that slides on down to your uh, neck of the woods. But yeah, we had uh, man, we had a Nintendo Direct. Um, you heard our reactions, live reactions to that Nintendo Direct. A lot of good stuff. I think, arguably. Maybe one of the best Nintendo Directs, like, ever that I can remember. I would put this right up there with the 2019 E3, because that, that was an awesome Direct. This mm -hmm. one was, I think, within spitting distance of that. Like, it was really, really solid. A lot of great stuff. Of course, uh, Metroid Prime Remastered was my highlight. And, man, I'm begging you guys, if, you, if you've never played Metroid Prime, I'm begging you, please, please give it a try. Please try Metroid <laughs> Prime Remastered. It... I'm going to say something out. This is the best looking Nintendo game ever. Ever. It's, wow. Well, it's the best looking game on the Switch. Are you kind of biased, maybe? No. No, okay. I'm, I'm telling you. Like, it's the best looking game on the Switch, which, but by default, probably means it's the best looking Nintendo game, right? Like, I don't know. I would I... say, I would say Metroid Prime Remastered, Luigi's Mansion 3, the new Kirby game, all those are like really, really gorgeous games. Man, man, oh man, oh man, Metro Prime Remastered looks so good. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> please, I'm begging you guys, check it out. Um, but in between all that uh, Metroid news was a lot of Zelda news as well. And uh, you heard us kind of talk about uh, the, the Game Boy stuff. So, I mean, how awesome is that? That Minish Cap is now smack bam. You can play it on Nintendo Switch. For me, personally, that's amazing because I don't have to break out my 
crappy old yeah. Wii U to play for the marathon. I can just do right on the Switch, and I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm eager to see uh <laughs> I'm eager to see how many less switches we're going to have at the marathon this year. Like if I don't have to put that into my luggage, that would be fantastic. Oh. Or not the switches that we use, sorry. Yeah. In my luggage, that would be fantastic. I would be totally okay with never pulling my Wii U out, Wii U out again, except uh, that I kind of have to for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. So even though we kind of dog on those rumors, it would be nice if they just finally did it. Uh, yeah. Ported those games. <laughs> it would be, because then we could all just take our Wii U's and put them in a cannon and shoot them towards the sun and just finally get rid of that albatross of a system. What an awful system the Wii U was. I mean, was I awful. loved it. I loved it for its time, but I feel like it's died. It's gone and dead. So... I, Let's just kind of move I on. I think the Wii U was always horrible. Now, it had good games, great games. But yeah. the system itself, terrible. And that that I guess. that gimmick of a of a gamepad. I liked it, but oh, I think that's on. because I think that's because it works well for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. And everything else is just meh. I did like it for those games though. Yeah, okay. Let's move on from that Wii U. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we got the Minish Cap, which is awesome. We got Link's Awakening, which is awesome. Uh, I dabbled a little bit in that yesterday. And of course, we got the Oracles coming to, uh, to the, I want to say Nintendo Switch Game Boy. I think that's what, what it is. One of those, Nintendo yes. Switch Game Boy. I don't know what the official name is. It's coming to NSO, which is going to be awesome. Uh, so I mean, literally almost, we're like a lot of Zelda games, uh, on that, on the Nintendo Switch right now. I think mm -hmm. by my count, we got to have... I mean, almost, almost all of, like, the only ones I think we're, I think we have every game, or we will have every game, up to the DS ones, right? Like, yeah, I like, we're the, missing oh, oh, and the Four DS Swords Adventures. games, Four Swords, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess. Right. So, yeah, uh, but we got on. Skyward Sword. Yeah, we got, like, almost everything on there. Yeah, I, I, I do crazy. think that, uh, I do think that those, Someday. those games are coming, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, yeah, I do think they're. Yeah. Um, and maybe they'll even pull a Metroid Prime and just release them as digital. I never in my life, never thought that they would do what they did with Metroid Prime and just like have a digital only copy that was for less than like a, a full retail price game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I was and, flabbergasted. Yeah. And I like um, for ports and stuff, for this kind of ports and stuff, I do like the digital option because... Yeah. And again, I'm thinking about the marathon. That's less stuff I have to take there. <laughs> yeah. It's and fantastic. less stuff I have to remember to take back because I am missing a few games. But that's that's just marathon standards. So. <laughs> right. So yeah, we got we got a lot of uh, of good Zelda news, but of course, the thing that everybody wants to talk about, the thing that everybody uh, was coming away buzzing about, was Tears of the Kingdom, and there was a lot of other peripheral information that i want to get to before we actually break down the the trailer in and of itself and um i guess we can start off with uh this one wasn't really a surprise two two announcements that weren't really a surprise but one there is a collector's edition coming yeah. pretty cool um typical nintendo fashion it's sold out everywhere you can't find it it's you know it is what it is you would think you would think that these guys might have learned their lesson and uh, just made them more available because it's literally just money that they can have. But no, it, it, it kind of is a fiasco right now. And, and uh, they're like I said, they're sold out everywhere. But uh, not very surprising that those uh, collector's editions are coming. I personally 
I I didn't see anything that I necessarily was like really really enamored with with the um, with the collection. Although there was a very cool art book inside. Yes. Um, but other than that, I think there was like a let's see, there was a switch case, there was a poster, there's a steel book. So I mean, pretty cool. It'll it'll cost you about an extra fifty bucks on top of the uh, the price of the game. So you can decide mm. if you think that's worth it or not. But I mean, hey, I I, I at least like that the option is there. I do like that the option is there too. I think the it'll get better come launch. I think I that, so. um, especially with the amiibo too, um, which I know we're going to talk about in a sec. Um, but like as far as the collector's edition goes, I think I honestly think it's kind of subpar compared to some that we've gotten in the past. And the art book is probably the biggest draw. But I'm kind mm. of assuming that we'll probably get another art book. Similar to like making or creating a champion, whatever that book was called. Right. So I'm I'm holding out for that hope rather than putting more money into a few things that I don't think really contribute to my collection. So yeah, uh, agreed. You brought up the amiibo. That was the other announcement. I think uh, we all saw that coming when we saw that cool statue. At, statue, yeah. Where was that Tokyo Game Show? I want to say is that correct? yeah, something yeah. of that nature. Back in October. Uh, I'm surprised that there's only one. I'm sure there's gonna be more, but like. Uh, I, I am surprised. I, th I kind of thought that we'd get, like, Link with his shirt off and, like, the, the wild tunic with, like, the long hair. That guy's probably coming. Um, Zelda was short, uh, like, Ganondorf, or I, we yeah. presume is Ganondorf. I'm sure yeah. it's probably coming. I agree. Um, and, I, and I would imagine, too, that they're going to make the, um, like, the big Bokoblin with, like, the that thing on its head. Uh, mm -hmm. I, the, the actual name escapes me. I think it's, like, Big Moblin or something like that, but... Um, official artwork was was released for that, so I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. that we're going to get an amiibo of that as well. But uh, I guess for now, there's, it's only the one. Yeah, so. and I I don't know if that's sold out too. I'm assuming it is. I've just been assuming that all this stuff is sold out. Yeah. Um, I haven't really been trying. But I know that, I remember when the Zelda Loftwing amiibo came out, and that was feeling like it was being sold out. But then come launch, it was better. So mm, I'm yeah. going to assume that it's going to be the same and I'm not going to stress myself out about it because, you know, that's kind of stressful when you really want to get a thing because you're a huge fan yeah. and then you got scalpers and it's just like, oh, come on. So I'm going to try and not stress out about it. I, yeah, I agree. I think that that I, like I've seen that Lothwing Amiibo kind of readily available, which, which is yeah, really and nice. going on sale a lot, too. Like it was on sale a lot during Christmas time. Mm -hmm. What a great looking Amiibo, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. I know I know like. I kind of want to bitch because it's another Link amiibo, and this is like our fifteenth amiibo of Link. But but it's like a it's a pretty sick looking amiibo. It's pretty cool. I I would yeah. have liked kind of the Wild Link amiibo, but again, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's probably coming. One other piece of news that came out from this Nintendo Direct is that uh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to cost you more than your average Switch mm -hmm. game, which I, again I am flabbergasted at. And I just want to say, like, I, I don't have a problem paying mm -hmm. more. I'm just surprised that Nintendo would pick this game at this point in the Switch's life cycle to say, like, okay, 10 bucks more. Or in my mm -hmm. case, it's going to be 20 bucks more because uh, I'm Canadian. But right. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, a lot of people had some pretty strong reactions to that. I mean, I guess my my thing before I turn it over to you is like. It's ten bucks, and I know I know everyone's situation is different, but I I, I kind of feel like if ten bucks is going to be the deal breaker, maybe you know you didn't have, maybe you weren't in a place to get the game in the first place. I, I don't really know, but um, I think that's just the way that things are going, and it is nice to see 
at least that was kind of nice to have like that that price hike in that game offset by something like a Metroid Prime Remastered, which is which is fifty bucks Canadian, forty bucks American. Um, I don't really know how I feel yet about the price jump, but it's something, and I don't know when this trend started, but when I got the PS5, because I had that whole backlog of games I wanted to play, yeah. and I was looking at their storefront, and I was like, wow, some of these games are $70. When did yeah. that happen? Is that just a PlayStation thing? Has that always been, have I been missing out on that? Well, missing out, but like not noticing that because I've never had a PlayStation or other console besides Nintendo. Um, And then I was like... Yeah, when did that happen? And then I saw it with Zelda, and I was like, maybe this is just a trend because of all the inflation and how crappy our, like, economy all over is. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's just the case because of how crappy inflation and stuff is right now. Or if that's actually a video game trend, like, they think that these games have enough content that they deserve to put a $70 price tag on it. I don't know where that's coming from just yet. I feel like I'd like to see more information before I fully make it a, an opinion about it i guess yeah um and nintendo confirmed by the way that this was not going to be an ongoing trend uh, that right. apparently it's just for tears of the kingdom so and when i was looking at the storefront on playstation it's the same it's more of their big name games that have the 70 dollars price tag versus you know something that's not as huge an ip yeah um so yeah that, i guess that kind of is what it is uh, but if you're looking to save a little bit uh, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this within like either right now or within a day or two of release, uh, Breath of the Wild and the expansion pass is on sale. If you, if for some reason you're listening to this podcast and you haven't played Breath of the Wild or the expansion pass, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many people. When's listen. a better time? Yeah. Three months to yeah. the day before Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, so, so there you go. That's it's on sale if you want it. Let's talk about that trailer. So, Tears of the Kingdom concluded the Nintendo. Tears of the Kingdom concluded the Nintendo Direct, is what I was trying to say, as we kind of figured that it would. Uh, you know, I was I was pretty I was pretty excited when I was mm -hmm. watching it, and I'm still looking forward to it, uh, of course. I will say though that after the initial excitement wore off, and frankly, a lot of that initial excitement was from Metroid Prime and from the Game Boy stuff, mm -hmm. it just it does kind of feel like uh, this is just me. But it, it still does feel like something is missing from this game. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you agree with that. I don't know. At this point, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what it is. But watching that trailer, and we're going to break down this trailer, like, scene by scene. So, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. But just watching the trailer, my initial takeaway was, like, there's a lot of new stuff, which, which is awesome. Um, but it looks like the same world. Like, very much looks like the same world. And... I just, I just I feel like there's a lot of questions. Like I have a lot yeah. of questions still that just I and the like big questions, like fundamental questions that I think are like need to be answered, need to be addressed. And I thought that this was going to be the direct to do that, or at the very least, I thought that they might say like they might show us a trailer and then say like tune in for gameplay on blah 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 day. Yeah, um, and, and none of that happened. And, I, and I'm not trying to, to dump on the trailer or anything like that. I think it was a great trailer. But I also think that this trailer is what we needed at E3 2021, like almost two years ago. Yeah. And I feel like now we're at the point where I just, I think like some of the questions need to be answered. And we could talk about some of those questions now or we could talk about it when we watch the trailer. I, I don't really know, but 
I don't know. What 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 are you, where are your where's your head at, Al? I feel like I'm all yeah. over the place. It's really hard in the moment because we were watching the direct and we were getting our first reactions to stuff, but it's really hard to like really analyze what's going on. Yeah. So of course, like you're on this high from Metroid, I'm on this high from all the other little Zelda games that they're adding to the Switch, and the fact that we're getting. So was I, by the way. Content. I was very excited yeah. for all those. Games. Yes. Um, I'm just saying, like we were both kind yeah. of in a mindset that wasn't. Good I was for analyzing for Pikmin stuff. Four. God, that game looks awesome. <laughs> It does. It looks very sweet. So, like, it was hard to, like, look at it. And I was like, yeah, no, it looks different enough. And, but when I came to watch it again and again, I do kind of agree with you that some of the locations look very familiar, similar. So, we'll see. But my thought is that they are still holding back information on purpose. Like, obviously, they can show us stuff we've already seen in Breath of the Wild because then it's not really giving much away for, like, the real grasp of the story or the game. Yeah. Um, the hook. Um, so they are, I do feel like they're still holding things back. And so that was kind of like a, a high moment, but then it was kind of like, okay, is that it? Like we're three months away. What, what else, you know, but I, at, the right? same, like... at, the, <laughs> at the same time, I was excited. I did the, the fire did reignite. There's a lot of stuff that I noticed, um, over the last few days that I'm excited to talk about, right. but here's the thing. If, if this is it. Like, there isn't an extra hook or something, or there isn't, like, more than just sky pieces to explore. This game should have came out in 2020. There really wasn't a reason to continue for another two and a half years, in my opinion. I I agree. But I feel like that's why they're holding stuff back. There is more. It's just we, we have to wait. We have to be patient. But if that's it. That would be my that in the end, if that's what we get, that would be how I f- would have felt. We should have gotten that in 2020. You know what my father told me once, Al? Yeah. I'm like a struggling doctor. No patience. I don't want to wait <laughs> okay. anymore. We have waited. We have, <laughs> we waited, have waited a really long almost time. Almost six years. I guess not and almost feel, six years. It was I announced still, in 2019, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I still feel like it's going to be worth the wait. I do. It's just that with what we just received, it's kind of hard not to be like. I mean, it yes. looks like the same engine and the same map, like we've been saying for the last four years, you know. I, I agree with everything you just said. Like, I, I I believe there has to be something more to this mm-hmm. game that we don't quite know about. Because I just, I can't, I, I can't believe that yeah. they would release the same world with, like, some, some marginal upgrades to it and not some like something you know what this is this this very much looks like super mario galaxy 2 okay in the sense that like super mario galaxy 2 was really fun it was a really good game like very fun but it was created from super mario galaxy to kind of like it originally started as dlc and they were just like no let's just make a whole new game and like so like it, it, it was fun but like it wasn't like this big leap or like new like it wasn't super mario odyssey let's just put it that way and it wasn't like it was more of the same it was fun it was very fun there were some new ideas but it was more of the same and even that game i want to say it came out like two years after mario galaxy one so like which is fine i feel like that's enough time yeah yeah now i am and somebody said it and I don't want to hear this argument, so I'm just going to debunk it right now. Somebody was just like, well, Majora's Mask looks a lot like Ocarina of Time as well. I just, I don't have time for that argument because the gameplay is so significantly different with the three-day mechanic and the transforming masks. And, like, 
there and we knew about it and it came out two years later so i just i don't think that's a fair comparison i think it's a very different set of circumstances I, I understand that comparison, I and, but I think I think that's what it is, though, is that, yes, it looks the same, but something is going to be fundamentally different enough yes. that it's such a different game, like Majora's Mask was to Ocarina of Time. So I agree in that matter. Right. So, so I don't know. Yeah. I Something is missing, but I, I'm trying to be optimistic and say that I don't think it's, quote unquote, missing necessarily. It's just they haven't. Shown they're us holding yet. it back but yeah. it is frustrating because it's like this is like it's kind of creeping up on like go time here like we you know this was a this would have been a great chance to show off what what it is that makes this game tears of the kingdom and not just breath of the wild 2 because it still very much just looks like breath of the wild 2 mm-hmm. right and and that might sound silly because you know obviously this is a sequel to that but what I'm trying to get at is it just looks like more of what we had in Breath of the Wild. So I have like I have some very big questions here. Like, mm-hmm. are shrines part of the game? Is that going to be like how we're doing hearts? How we're doing stamina again? Like, uh, I don't know that that they. It seems like that probably might be a thing. Uh, are all the same villages coming back? Like, are we going back to Lurlin? Are we going back to Hateno? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of seems like it. Um like memories are those like there's a lot of like fundamental questions i feel like that that need to be answered in in, Mm. in order to at least satisfy me i mean and i don't think i'm alone because i i threw out a thought on twitter yesterday that basically said exactly that like something is missing and i don't know what and i don't know if it's because this game looks so similar to breath of the wild and a lot of people agreed like a lot of people agreed and like people that you know, and and let me just say this: two things can be true at the same time. Okay, I'm really excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I can't wait. I'm I'm pumped to play, even if it is like a remixed Breath of the Wild. Like I, that's great. I I'm really excited for that. But I would also be disappointed in that because I would expect more, and certainly after this amount of time. Yes, I agree. I I'm of the same mind. Like I, it it would be a really awesome game, but if that's still just the case, then it should have came out. Way sooner. We shouldn't yes. have been waiting this long. And and someone's going to say it, so I'll just say it now. I understand COVID happened. I, yeah. Obviously, I understand that. But, you know, I uh, they were still putting out games during COVID. You know, like it's not like games didn't release. Age of Calamity came out. Paper Mario came out. Like, 2021 was a great year to maybe release this game if, you know, if you... Like we said, if, if it's just... Breath of the Wild 2 versus tier, you know, and like a quote unquote, a new original game with a new original hook, 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in 2023 now. Like, I, and, and I think that's not unfair of us to have like some big expectations yeah. with how long they've been working on this game. I agree. And I'm, I actually just had a thought. I'm excited for the interviews to start coming out because you know they usually do yes. really quick up to release. And I'm I'm excited for the questions that are going to be like, what do you what do you say to the people who think this just looks like the same map or the same gimmick as Breath of the Wild? And I'm excited to see what they say because I feel like they're so good at holding things back, but still being like, just wait, it will be amazing, you know. And you know what? It probably will. It probably will be amazing. I'm I, I, I'm sure. I think so. I'm holding out hope. I have yeah. faith. Um, but I, like at the same time, it's like, okay. 
Let's like maybe let's see what you got. The marketing is making us question. That's the problem. It, it may, the, and maybe, oh, it keeps coming back to the marketing. Yeah, and, and like you know what? If if this trailer was enough to get you like full back into the swing of it, God bless. Like that's awesome because I did yeah. see a lot of people that were like, "All right, let's go." And and to be clear, this was the best trailer by far, by far mm -hmm. that we've seen for Tears of the Kingdom. But it it does it does it just it feels like something is missing. And I'm not mm -hmm. sure what it is. I'm not sure how we get there if we just need to have, like, a, a big blowout. And, like, like listen, I understand the fine line between, like, you want to surprise people with, you know, your your game. Yes. But I do think that, I, I don't know. I, I do think that you also want to entice people and say, like, this is why you should play this game instead of buying Breath of the Wild on sale right now and just playing that. Mm -hmm. So... I don't Fair know. Enough. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess let's let's break this trailer down and let's okay. go scene by scene. So so Al and I tried to do this kind of gimmick where she would watch my screen and we could do this at the same time, but it didn't really work out that well. So instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the direct and then I'll I'll just kind of say when to pause and we can break down and you can do the same for me and then we'll we'll try and do okay. it that way. Does that sound good? Yes. Okay. Sounds good to me. So we are going to switch over. If you're watching us live on Twitch, we, we do this uh, show every week live on twitch.tv forward slash the ZeldaCast, by the way. Uh, so we are switching over right now on Twitch, and we're going to have that Nintendo Direct in the background. And uh, I guess without further ado, let's go. Play. Okay, so we got the iconic Switch snap. There we go. Okay, so it's a, it's a stormy day in Hyrule. And I'm going to pause it at six seconds, Zell. So, pausing okay. it at six seconds. Obviously, very stormy, but we can see that there's, like, a green, swirly bit of energy that we got, kind of got, like, uh, in the in the middle, lower part of, of Hyrule. So, maybe that could be, like, the first trailer that we saw back in 2019, where it looked like all that whole green stuff was emanating from. Maybe that could be the source of it. I don't think so, because... Um, we'll see it more in the trailer, but there's multiple spots of these. In fact, in this very scene, there's another one in the back left. If you go back left, there's another green swirly spot. And there's one located in, next to Hateno later in the trailer. So I wonder if those are kind of going to be like our shrines, quote unquote. Maybe. Or like shrine-like areas. Because they are they look like they're, you know, sporadically interspersed I don't know Ooh. what verbiage to use there. That's that's a great, the land. great observation. I you know what I could see that like if if you could find the green swirly points and like maybe you go down into like the underground mm -hmm. and do like a little shrine dungeon or maybe some of them you go up into the sky yeah. and do a shrine. Maybe dungeon. maybe. Okay, Allison with the hot analysis here. Let's keep on going. We're six seconds in. Let's press play. <laughs> Got some music going on. Uh, so I'm gonna pause it at nine seconds. Uh, we got these little bat dudes up in the air. These are uh, these are new to Tears of the Kingdom, are they not? Uh, yeah, they're new. Well, I mean, I can't speak for a lot of the older Zelda games or yeah, the two D Zelda games from Breath of the Wild. Sorry to be specific. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They are. They are. They are new, and I don't even know what the heck these are. They're like bat dragon things. He's on steroids or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, but yes, they're new, so that was exciting to see. I was just like, oh, wow, cool, a new enemy type, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's a criticism and a fair criticism of Breath of the Wild is that, like, there really isn't a whole lot in the way of enemy diversity there, so always mm -hmm. nice to see uh, some new some new critters show up. All right, let's keep playing here. And uh, we've got some lightning going on. 
I'm going to stop let's it. Let's pause it at 15. Okay, I pause it at 16. For a specific reason. I don't know Ooh. if it's not there at 15. Okay, I okay. stopped it at 16 for a specific reason. Okay. When the lightning flashes, uh, so this is where the, like, kind of you see the towers in the, what I'm assuming is the towers, they look like right. they're wrapped up in something and there's light coming out of them. Yes. We don't know what's going on there. But when the lightning flashes, there's a huge thunderhead up in the top uh, right of the screen, which is reminiscent, once again, of Skyward Sword. We're getting a lot of Skyward Sword vibes from this game. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what is up there. Like, I feel like we can go up in there. <laughs> I think so. I could see that kind of being, like, the Hyrule Castle of this game. Like, like this big thing that we got. Because you've, you've got this big tornado-like spire leading up to the sky. I could maybe mm -hmm. see that as being, like... Maybe not necessarily, like, the final dungeon, but, like, a big dungeon that maybe you need to get X amount of whatevers, and then you can ascend up into the skies, and then you can, like, do that dungeon, or then you can do whatever mm -hmm. happens to be up there. I'm hoping yeah. that's the case, like, because that would be a very cool, like, alternative to the Divine Beasts that we had in the last game. Uh, yep. So, yeah. Okay, well, let's keep going. We're at, I'm at 17 seconds, and uh, let's press play. Some so, more like some sky footage, yeah. Very cool. Um, so let's pause it at 25 seconds here. So we have uh, we have some Bacoblin camps set up, and I don't quite recognize this area of the map. It looks like maybe somewhere in the northeast part of the map. Um, kind to of... be honest, I feel it's hard to say what this really looks like. Oh shoot, I just went all over the place, but um. I thought that this looked one of those moments that looked different enough where I was like, no, no, it, the map looks different. Um, but maybe not quite. I actually think this might be like some kind of underground area, even though it looks Could like be. there's trees. Because I don't recognize that big tree in the background that has like uh, like that bulbous yellow thing coming out of it. Right. I feel like that's a very recognizable tree. And we should remember it from Breath of the Wild. So this is definitely new. And I feel like it's a very kind of creepy underground super dark area um, even though it's it, got trees and grass and stuff it kind of gives me the vibes of like central hyrule kind of by like hyrule ridge a little bit where like because i think that's where most of those mushroom kind of tops mm -hmm. were like right kind of opposite the gorge before you get to rito village yes kind of sort of looks like that but you i mean you could be right it's very it's very dark it could be underground yeah I don't know, maybe trees um, grow underground there. Well, I'm trying to think of what that place is called in Skyrim. Uh, there's an underground kind of, like, location where you, like, ride this ele elevator down there, and it's really creepy. There's dragons and trees and uh, all this creepy glowing stuff everywhere, creepy glowing mushrooms. This mm -hmm. is the vibe I'm getting from that. Yeah. I just can't remember what the heck that area was called. Uh, you, you got me. I, I don't know there. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's keep... Oh, by Allison, remind me, by the way, at the end of the show... I have an announcement to make, so just remind me to make that announcement. Because I was going to make it before we start doing this, and I forgot. Okay, let's go back. We are uh, we're paused at twenty five seconds. We're going to hit play, so let's go. All right, that uh, that these guys have little packs on their back. All right, so hold on. Let's pause it at thirty one seconds here because this is the shot. This is the shot. So we have got. Uh, we got Hyrule Castle in the background. There's like just tons of malice coming out of it. Um, Death Mountain also has like tons of, of malice coming out of it. But what everybody is talking about is that enemy on the bridge. And yep. I have seen a lot of people 
And I'm I'm gonna pat myself on the back if this turns out to be true. I've seen a lot of people be like, dude, is that like Gleok? Mm-hmm. The three-headed dragon? And Al, how long have I been saying, man, it would be awesome if they put the original NES bosses on the map? How long? For a while. Yeah. <laughs> For a few years. Um Yeah, and like I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, what is that weird Hydra-looking thing with the fireheads? And then when people started saying, like, Gleok, because the way I think of Gleok is with the two heads, not the three. So I was just like, oh, yeah, there is Gleok versions that have three heads. So, yeah, that could very much be a Gleok, which is super cool. I hate to say I told you so, but... That's uh, on the bridge of Hylia, too, and how giant that thing is on that massive bridge. Yeah. I, that's like- insane. I, I just, I think it'll be so awesome. Like, it's such a perfect homage to the first games. Like, add a little spice and variety to the overworld. This this was probably my favorite thing in the whole trailer, to be honest. Like, seeing the wow. little Gleok dude. That, maybe not my favorite. There's one thing later that I was popping off for, but... You were, yeah. This was, <laughs> this was really cool. This was cool to see that. I God, I, I hope, I hope, I hope that this is, in fact, Gleok. And there's, like... Or maybe, like, it doesn't have to be named, like... Gliok necessarily, but like clearly inspired by Gliok, kind of like how Armagoma was inspired by Goma. That mm-hmm. would be that would be sweet, uh, just to mm-hmm. see those kind of bosses in and around. Okay, we're twenty five. Or sorry, we're at thirty one seconds. And uh, actually, before we press play, I did notice too. You see, right by Hyrule Castle, it's got the red mouths coming out. There's a little pocket of green though underneath that. Yeah, and I don't know if that's one of those like locations with the spiral, the green mm-hmm. spiral stuff coming out because. In one of the first scenes where we were looking at that, it was kind of in front of Hyrule Castle area. So I'm guessing that's what we're seeing. Very sneaky. Okay, um, let's continue our journey here. We're at 30 white seconds. We're going to press play. Sweep over Hyrule. Okay, I want. sorry, I want to pause it at 35 seconds here, Al. Uh, so we are, what is this? Um, village is this. Why is the name escaping me? This is Hateno. Hateno, that's it. That's right. Uh, okay, so we clearly got a, a green swirl guy o- over in Hateno, and uh, so it clearly looks like we are going to be going back to this village, so uh, not surprising, but I think I think there's a lot of weight to that theory that these green swirly guys could be like new shrines. I think that's a great idea that you just had, Al. Yeah, because there is, a, there is a shrine, I'm sure I'm not the only one who thought about it, but there is a shrine down in Hateno. Now, the orientation of the village in the shot is weird, but that mm-hmm. could be the placement of where the shrine is yeah. in Hateno, which is near Link's house um, and near Bolson's kind of like house replicas. So, right. I mean, is it in the same locations? Because there are a few that we were spotting in Hyrule Field that are in kind of hi- shrine spots for Hyrule Field. So, I don't know. I, maybe they are. Doesn't mean we're revisiting the shrines we've already visited. I don't know if I like the sound of that, though. So we'll yeah, just have to see. I, I, I don't think that there's... Uh, maybe I shouldn't say this. I don't think there's any possibility that the shrines are the same. If, if there is a single even shrine still. that's even sort of similar, the only ones I could see that are maybe the same is like the ones where you walk in and literally just collect your prize and leave because you've done something beforehand. I could see yeah. that, but if any of these shrines are the same, like... I don't think they're the same. I just think, are we going into shrines that were already placed there? Like, is there a new challenge yeah. there? I don't know if I really like the idea of that. It just feels very recycled. It, it does. And I, I think the poss- I think, I think that can't, I just don't think that can happen. Like, but it could also be this, like what you were saying. Maybe these are like portals up to the sky pieces. Maybe, maybe that I just, 
that that would take away a little bit because you know if you're a player like you or I like we've spent a lot of time finding out where all what is it like 136 shrines in the in the main something game? like that uh, well 120 in the main but or, plus sorry, like I meant the total like the total game sorry yeah uh, so I, I yeah I hope that I mean listen you can leave them on the map maybe as like war points I think that worked well but I I don't yeah. want to have to refine them all you know what I right. mean like yeah so we'll see what they do um. Let's just leave a pause here for a second. Let's talk about uh, we're we're kind of talking over this very evil voice that's yes. going on in the background here. I have some conflicting thoughts about this. What? Okay. So first of all, I do think it's cool to to have like let's let's just let's just say we don't know that it's Ganondorf for sure. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. Can we? Let's just assume, and maybe we're going to look like complete fools, but we're going to assume that this voice belongs to Ganondorf. So we're just going to call it Ganondorf's yeah. voice, okay? I do think it's very cool to have Ganondorf's voice, finally, in a game. I think that's cool. Um, and I think, like, I, I I, don't even know how to properly say what I'm trying to convey, but, like, it feels like very much the same style of voice acting from Breath of the Wild, where, you know, we yes, talked about last week. I know week. exactly what you're talking about. Yes. It's like they're just reading lines, and, like, no one is actually in and around each other, and it's like... It's kind of it's kind of over the top. It's kind of it's a little bit cheesy, I I think. So like I I thought that it was cool to to have that voice, and I think the line like "Leave no survivors" is pretty badass. But the then best like, line, yeah. It's it is kind of like it's like okay, what's my best evil guy voice? Like "Leave no survivors." <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't know. It's not so much that, like, the, the the acting itself is bad or the voice itself is bad, but there is a sort of, because of the way they record, and, the, you know, if, they, if you don't know, we talked to Patricia about this, because of the secrecy, because of, you know, they they themselves can't know what the heck is going on with the story either, except for their own lines. Yeah. And because of that, there's a disconnect, because there's no connection to the material, there's no connection to the other actors, there's no connection to the story or the other characters. So it does feel, like, when you're listening to it, you're just like... Because to me, when, it for, when he first started talking, I was like, ah, oh, he sounds like the old man. I don't like that. But then as he continued to talk, I was like, oh, he's evil. Oh, his his voice is like, it is taking on something that I can connect to. And then yeah. especially that last line, I was like, oh, okay, that's Ganondorf. That's our guy. That's who, that's what he sounds like. And that sounds like it's connecting. So there's yeah. still that disconnect in the voice. And it's, unfor it's an unfortunate circumstance because of Nintendo being so secretive with these games and the IP and all that kind of stuff. But I, it's just something I hope that they can evolve with you know, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, so I, I played, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles three recently, as I think I've mm -hmm. said before, the voice acting in that game was superb. Like surprisingly Yeah, but superb. was it done the same? You but know, was that, it done that's the what same I mean. format? Like, I think that it was so good because like, there was like actual, it felt like human beings talking to each other instead of like, mm -hmm. I, listen, I, let's I, record I'm not this line the, five times and pick yeah, the best one. I'm not one yeah. of those guys that that hated on the voice acting in Breath of the Wild. Like I, I thought that it was fine, um, and I think that this sounded fine as well. But I guess I guess what I'm saying is like for me, it very much felt like something from Breath of the Wild. Like it didn't feel like they were taking a step forward in terms of how they do their voice acting. Which mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it maybe is a little bit disappointing because like again, it's we've you know it's been six years since the first game. Maybe we could have tried new 
something new, uh, a different mm-hmm. approach. And I would say the Age of Calamity kind of had the same thing where it's like, and, and again, this is out of context and maybe, you know, in the first Breath of the Wild trailer and the story trailer, they took some of Impa's lines about Calamity Ganon and they clipped him to kind of make him fit the, the feng shui of the trailer. So maybe they're kind of doing the same thing here, but... Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought the line itself was cool. The delivery was kind of like, all right, like this sounds like a generic evil guy. Whatever, that's fine. Um, and it could be better. It could just be out of context. Yeah. Not connecting with the actual scene. I love the rumor that's going around right now that it's Matt Mercer, though, because Matt Mercer is a superb voice actor. So it mm-hmm. could be that it just gets better as we experience more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I mean, I would be surprised, but I'd be pleasantly surprised because it, it does sound like him. And, and uh, Matt yeah. Mercer, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, what are some of the roles he's been? He was Leon Kennedy in Resident Evil 4, I think is kind of like the the big one. Uh, he's uh, it's hard to say he's in so much but i know like one of his like probably higher tier performances is levi from attack on titan i want to say right uh so but he does so much this would be like a pretty big name he's also part of the critical role group uh group so like they they do a ton weekly and they have their own show now and doing more shows so yeah he's in a lot of crap uh by the way if you google matt mercer and you let uh predictive text do the rest ganadorf tears of the kingdom Zelda, like it's it's a very hardcore rumor that's going on right now and i i probably (laughs) i was kind of assuming that matt mercer woke up the next day to see that he was trending on twitter and being like what the hell happened and then he's like oh crap i can't say anything whether he's in it or not you know yeah so and and again (laughs) like i i listen i understand it but it even if even if nintendo was just like okay matt don't say who you're playing don't say anything mm-hmm. about the game, but you can say like, "Hey, I'm in Tears of the Kingdom. This is a pretty big name." I, I mean, like, to me, it's just like free marketing, free publicity. Yeah, like, that's that's what I would do. And there, especially the, on his yeah, uh, like, especially weekly him stream because he, yeah. he's going to be the biggest name involved by by far if mm-hmm. it turns out to be him. So if it and turns I, out, to and be they'll him. do it after the fact, and they like, can talk about it after. But I just think, I think it would be cool to like say going in to that god well. andy if it's matt mercer we have to get him on the podcast i would die <laughs> do it if it's if it's him we'll get him on this show Don't oh my that. god i'm just like getting all jittery thinking about it because i love him uh okay so we're at 35 seconds we got oh my god we got like two minutes left al uh we better start going here let's <laughs> hey, hit for play. once it was over a two minute trailer <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hit play right meow eliminate this Eliminate this kingdom. So we got the blood moon, so that's back, obviously. No survivors. And it makes it's like, why is it back? You know, but clearly, you know, some nonsense is going on. I sorry, I pause it at uh, at forty six seconds here. So we got little malice bits and giblets that are shooting. The malice juice. Yeah, of Hyrule (laughs) Castle. Maybe maybe they'll give us some kind of logical explanation other than this cockamamie, whatever. (sighs) But uh, I'm not anticipating that at this time. Okay, Andy. uh, Let's move. On. <laughs> Let's move on. Plus, we're pressing play. Um, so we're at forty nine seconds. Explosion. Hyrule Castle is falling apart. It's going into the sky. These moblins are getting maliced. Wait. Let's pause it. Fifty six okay. seconds. Fifty six seconds. Okay, I'm rewinding. Okay. Okay. We've been seeing new enemies. Oh we yes, I skipped right blend. past that. We we had the big blend. There's possibly a Gliok. There's those weird flying bat dragons. So there on, is just, a redead. I'm gonna move us in our in our screen right now. 
Because okay, our mugs are covering him. up this re-dead. That is 100% a re-dead. That's a re-dead! I've been wanting them back forever. Sorry for making all this extra noise, but I was, like, so excited when I saw that, and I didn't see it my first cool. time. You know, he is so badass looking. You know what this looks like? Uh, it looks like the Scarecrow from the Arkham games. Right? Okay. Right? Fair. Like, this, he, this guy looks like, creepy, looks scary, very intimidating. He's weird. So, first of all, his body is just his spine. That's creepy. And his ribs. But then his face, he's got those glowing eyes. And then he's got this weird, like, pincer-shaped mouth, like the pincer Pokemon, you know? And it's, yeah. like, ugh, gross. Very, and very I'm, I'm, like, wondering what it's going to sound like. You know, even even oh, the so behind him kind of looks uh, more creepy than your average Bacoblin. I think He's that's like one of those big face. ones. One of those bigger guys. Big ones. Um, like, and then behind the uh, the Lazalfos there, we've got I don't know what that thing is, but it's got like some kind of skull for a head. It's a Moblin, and he has the the a lot of the. Does he have the little uh, hat thing? Yeah, the little hat thing. So okay. a lot of these guys, they have crap coming out of their heads. I, we don't know why yet. <laughs> But for some reason, it was giving me Pokemon Scarlet and Violet vibes with all the the crystal terror or whatever stuff coming out of their heads. <laughs> so I was like, uh, kind of after that. So I, I'd like to, an explanation for why they all got crap on their heads. Absolutely. What, we did the fashion week in Hyrule? What's going on? Ganondorf <laughs> supply them with new uniforms? <laughs> yeah, right. new uniforms. We're at 56 seconds. Let's press play. So we, you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm sorry, Al. I want to go back, actually, and I want to pause at uh, 58 seconds because uh, this is a, just a little thing. It's a small little thing, and once again, our mugs are in the way of what I'm trying to show us, but uh, <laughs> that's Epona, right? Okay. That, that's Epona. Yeah, looks like, yeah, and I thought so initially. Very, so that's that's noteworthy, I think, because in the base game, or not the base game, in Breath of the Wild, I see what I mean. I'm calling it the base game as if this is DLC. In Breath of the Wild, uh, Epona was only unlocked if you had the the P stick Link amiibo. I mean, Kinda maybe cool. you maybe it's still locked behind the amiibo, but I hope not. Still. I hope not. But uh, I don't know. All right, let's let's keep on trucking away. Let's press play. We're at fifty eight seconds. We got a minute and eighteen seconds to go. All right, so pause it at one minute and one seconds here. Okay. Uh, we've got some some Doctor Octopus arms coming out of uh, something. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm going to rewind just for a second. So it looks very chic attack. It's got yes. the guardian arms. Um, here, let me rewind a little yeah. bit too. So, so actually one there... minute is the best shot to, to okay. go to, to get it. So it's... yeah, we got, we got these, these Doc Ock arms and there's uh six of them. It looks like, and it's, this looks like the base of a Sheikah tower. Does it not? Yeah. So like, you know, the, every time you step on a Sheikah, whatever, a shrine, a tower or whatever, it has that like medallion on the ground that, mm. you know, glows. And that's where you portal to. It's also in a Sheikah uh, slash Kakariko Village home because it has the same home architecture as when you're in Kakariko Village. Right. So somebody's house is doing this. Maybe it's Impa's house. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, it makes me wonder why these weird guardian arms are coming out and attacking him from like a Sheikah portal. Are, you know they, what I mean? are they attacking though? I'm not he sure looks about that. Apprehensive, what, uh, like well, he's I mean, about what to you, be attacked. But even if they're going to help, I, I actually I'm not convinced that these are like attacking kind of things. I, I think that they might be. Maybe I'm just got some post traumatic stress from being Maybe. attacked by thousands and thousands of guardians. Uh, by <laughs> over the way, the last it's, it's worthwhile to note that Link looks like Breath of the Wild Link in this particular shot. He's got his champion's yep. tunic on, so. But uh, his arm's still jacked. So this definitely takes place after his arm gets jacked. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I, I really think like there is a possibility. We, I don't think that 10,000 years thing is off the table. I think that could no, 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 no. That's my, that's what I think they're holding back. And we'll yeah. get. I have a theory. We'll get to that though. Okay, let's let's press play. One minute. We're gonna press play. So we got uh, just a bunch of quick shots here. Epona again in Hyrule Field. Okay, let's pause it at 108. Uh, so those those juiced up geese are now carrying bacoblins. So <laughs> juiced that's kinda... up geese. What would you call yep. them? I don't know. I don't know. They're not geese though. But like, I understand. Uh, so that's that's kind of cool. That's uh, yeah. that's a new that's a new thing. Um, uh, okay. This is a recognizable area. It's um, yeah. I could I could probably point this out on the map. That's a lot. That's a that's the thing. There's yeah. a lot of these areas I could very much point out on on the Breath of the Wild map. Yes, and I'm I'm sure someone probably is, has done that. But uh, th this is a this is a familiar area. All right, let's press play. We're at 108. Okay. Um, all these I went guys. Ahead, okay, here we go. We're gonna pause it at 111. Yes. 111. Okay, so we've got a big block thing that mm -hmm. is attacking us. It looks like it's uh, some ancient blocky tech. Looks like it's kind of from Minecraft, actually. And it really looks like the dude from Phantom Hourglass. As I believe Moss his name is Eox. Yeah. yeah, Eox, which is cool. I love it. Like, we were talking about bringing stuff back from the OG Zelda. Yeah. But, like, bring some stuff from other Zelda games, especially, like... Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. They have some the, really the interesting... underrepresented. Games. Yeah. 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 I, you know so what? I beat up on Phantom Hourglass a lot too, but that boss was really fun. With the hammer it is and a very, stuff and the It's cannons. a very fun boss, yes. Very cool boss. Um, so yeah, we're interested to see what's up with this guy. Uh, I was kind of looking on the uh, on like the stone surface or whatever for maybe some, some Zonai imagery, and I didn't really see... I, I actually didn't really see a lot of it at all throughout the trailer at all, to be honest. Right, Maybe I just but, missed it though. Um, he is connected by these green strings, so mm. I don't. That's the confusing thing about this green stuff. Like, is it friendly or is it not? You know, I think it's definitely not. No, but it's but it's also like that hand that is sealing Ganondorf. You would think it's friendly, right? You know, because it's doing something for good. But maybe it's like apprehensive of trusting people, so that's why it's attacking Link. But it also helps Link with his arms, so I don't know. I, I I don't think. I mean, to me, it seems like the the thing on his arm is like a bad thing. It's like corrupting him almost. But he's kind of using his powers almost. I don't know. We'll see. Well, so his arm gets hit by malice, which we see in this trailer. But in the first right. trailer, it gets touched by the green stuff too, and his arm is green, glowing green. His arm glows green in this trailer too. We'll get to it. I'll show yeah, you. We'll get to. Okay. Let's let's hit pause. We're at one eleven. Let's keep on going here. Oh my god. We actually, we, we got to pause immediately again right away, and we, we have to pause, like, hold on. There it is. Oh, boy, 112. I mean, golly, if this isn't Ganondorf, I don't know what to tell you, because we've got the classic <laughs> red flowing hair. We've got the, I don't know what you call it, like the, the, the crown or whatever. Guess, like that, a diadem, maybe? Like sure. a tiara? Um, I don't know. And he is coming alive with with malice and you know this this looks like our boy it looks, it looks like, like our boy he's been he's trying so hard to stand up right <laughs> yeah, this i mean this guy's been a corpse for it looks like a long 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 time at, at least ten thousand years yeah. at the least yeah um so what i mean god our last ganondorf original ganondorf appearance was twilight princess right uh was it Oh, God. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a long time. You got Uganon in Link Between Worlds, but that doesn't count. You've got Demise and Skyward Sword. Different. Yeah, it's been yeah. a long time. Ooh. Well, okay, not unless you count um, Hyrule Warriors. There was a I Ganon. Don't, I, no, I don't count that. Like him, he was cool. Oh, but, but okay, but it's not like a it's not like an official like canon. This is happening in Zelda. Okay, kind of thing. fine. Uh, okay. By the letter of the law, yes, you are correct. But uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's keep on going. We're paused at one twelve. Let's let it let's let it go. So we got more malice. We got oh my god, Ganondorf is just going crazy sure in that one shot. I think this is him himself lifting the castle. Yeah. Like okay, he's I, rising. I at by the, or I'm sorry, at one eighteen by the way. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot to digest there. I think Ganon, uh, Ganondorf is clearly responsible for the castle lifting and whatever is going on with all this this malice giblets flying out everywhere. <laughs> uh, so one eighteen, we got you know we got some sky we got some sky stuff going on. Yeah, kind of neat. Is, but... This is over in above Elden because we can see over here in the right corner. You got the malice that's coming out of the mountain. Yeah. Um, this is, de I want to say 100%, this is definitely the tower down below, um, de or the Elden area, and it is wrapped up and mm -hmm. glowing. It's hard to see, but I can 100%, yeah. something is locking it, those towers. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. I'm really curious about what the, what's going on with the towers here. I love seeing Hebra out, off in the distance. I'm pretty sure you can see the, the maze over there, too. This is insane. Mm -hmm. This is such a cool shot. It is a cool shot, but again, I don't know. It's very, is very cool that there is sky stuff and that different, but like it, this is the same Hyrule. No, it doubt. is, but there's a lot of sky stuff to be honest. I hope there's more. I I really hope there's a lot more than what is in this shot and what is because like it, you know, this is a decent amount, but I I hope that there's more because this yes, this I is agree. the same yep. Hyrule. Yep. Um, Okay, we're we're at 118. Let's press play. Stop him. So we got Zelda talking. By the way, now we've got the Tears of the Kingdom theme triumphantly yes. blaring. Let's. Can we pause for a second yes. as he's falling? I'm at 122. I just want to make a note of something funny that I saw a TikTok trend where Zelda says, "I don't think you can stop him," and people were like, "Please!" And they were showing all the creative ways that they were just wrecking things in Breath of the Wild. They're like, we got this. And I thought that was such an awesome, funny trend to do. Uh, okay, there you go. I want to pause it at 124. Okay. And there's a great shot with an eagle up ahead. And, like, we've got Link. Uh, it's a beautiful vista. But what we have is, like, some some alien markings on the uh, the grass there. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that Mel Gibson movie, Signs. And the aliens come down yeah. and they make stuff in the crops. I wonder what is going on with that. Like, I don't know what created that. What are we doing with that? And then I'm trying to piece together where we are here. Oh my gosh! I I originally thought that we were, I the this mountain up here in the, the kind of the middle right. Mm -hmm. I think that's Satori Mountain, but I'm not 100. percent I'm pretty I sure to... we're we're in the same area as before. Where I was saying like by the uh the hyrule ridge or whatever um so i think that's kind of the maybe i think those mountains are the in between uh like gerudo and hebra kind of mm -hmm. like there's that mountain range there i i think that's what it is i i mean i don't know you know the map better than i do but it kind of looks like that to me um, i really want to do that like geo challenge on yeah. the breath of the wild map 
Um, but there's also a tower over here on the far left mm -hmm. that doesn't look like our towers. What's that over there? Maybe something new. Hey, there something we go. Something new. <laughs> um, all right, let's press play. We're at 124. Okay, so I'm going to pause it again at 127. I know we're going at a snail's pace here, but... Uh, okay. So Link, very quickly, you can see he charged up his arrow, and we've got some, some green juice coming out of there, so obviously that's going to be... Uh, obviously going to be a thing there we go 126 you can see all the green stuff there yeah like is that coming from his hand that's powering up the arrow very possible that's interesting yeah very In possible the 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 way that the power moves is similar to how the guardian arrows worked yeah yeah i think so as well um okay so let's keep on going we're at 126 press and play and so actually i'm sorry i paused again i'm sorry so 128 I think this is 128, you can see he shoots the arrow, and then it kind of goes the other yeah, direction and hits the... like a sensory the... yeah. missile. Very cool. Yep. Okay, let's um, press... Do I dare to say let's press play? <laughs> pause it again at 129. Um, I was talking to Catherine about this, and the way that Link is... He's very much shield surfing on a cart track, by the way, which is cool. Amazing. So if we can do that. Yes. Um, she was like, it looks like Lego last sliding down the elephant oh, trunk. Oh, man. It does. Isn't that it? fantastic? <laughs> it only Shout counts as one. <laughs> uh, yeah, th this shot is very, very cool. It actually, it kind of gave me like minecart vibes from like Donkey Kong mm -hmm. Country or something like that, which I mean, yep. is never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. I just think it's cool that he's shield surfing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you've also got the uh, the rock with some some red stuff on it. it. Doesn't look like malice, but looks like some kind of paint or something. And you can see again some islands in the background. Mm -hmm. uh, where are we here, Al? Do you recognize I... this? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me jump back just a little bit here. Um, I want to say that this is in the Gerudo kind of like mining area, but it's really hard to tell, to be honest. This may yeah. actually be like a sky piece. It's a... maybe not. It's hard to say. All right, oh, let's... no, no, no. This is Elden. This is Elden. This I can see Elden? the springs. Okay. Yeah, I can see the springs down on the left. Okay, well, let's press uh, let's press play. Let's keep going. We're at 128. Okay, pa pause at 130. <laughs> we made it two seconds. So <laughs> so we we got uh, kind of as we suspected before, Al. It looks like the the hand is sort of kind of acting as the like the new Sheikah slate, or maybe it's augmenting your Sheikah slate. So it looks like we got some kind mm -hmm. of new rune thing going on here where. Link is going to, I'm going to kind of press play for a little bit here and we can talk about it as we see it, but it looks like he, um, it looks like he's like rotating this gimmick. You know how some of the shrines you go up to that, like pen, that, I was that just about podium. To say, yeah. Oh. And you do the, the gyroscope stuff. I, I hope, I hope, I hope that they do not have us controlling a core gameplay rune mechanic using that gyro garbage. That I don't horrible. think so. This is why I don't think so. Do you see the, the crosshairs on the thing? Yeah. On the thing that Link is controlling? Yeah. I think it's only directional. I think so it, up, down, left, right. It has to be. It has to be because I'm, I'm going to, I don't know. I would or maybe it. it's an option to make it directional. <laughs> I Listen, Metroid Prime 4 Remastered has four different control options here. I hope that they realize that not everybody loves gyro controls or gyro mm -hmm. controls. Whatever. I don't even want to talk about them anymore. They're, they're horrible. Um, okay, let's press play. We're at 130. 
Let's stop. We're now at 131. So Link has got some kind of new weapon. It's like a little ball launcher thing. It's so, kind of cool. Uh, it looks like a hammer. But then it launches something out of the top of it. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, kind of, sort of. It, uh, I don't know. It looks, looks kind of in fitting with the game in that it's like a, a technological advanced type of weapon. It mm -hmm. looks like a hand cannon is what it looks like, actually. Yeah. So we'll um, see about that. I, w I wanted to point out, shout out to Corey, too, that the symbol on the bottom of this weapon, he said yes. it's noticeable on a lot of the, a lot of material that you, it appears you can use to build. Yeah. So I, maybe I was going to wait until we get to the weapon. truck, actually, until, until yeah. we get there. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there, because I think that's a pretty clear example when you, when you can see that. Uh, so let's yep. press play. We're at 132. And we're stopping at 133. <laughs> okay, so 133, we've got... I don't know. I don't know if this is Zelda or not. Uh, here's my theory. I think that's the princess from the from the 10,000 years ago tapestry. Okay, I, I could dig that. That is why I think we're still going in the past. Now, is it? Probably not. Maybe not. But if it is, that's my theory. I think that you go into the past, and that's why he's got that kind of wilder-looking garb, you yeah. know? And... It, Maybe you make a connection with her and are doing events from 10,000 years in the past. But the dress is very much like Zelda's dress that she uses for ceremonies for going to pray at the, mm -hmm. um, the, 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 what am I trying to say? Uh, the spring of Lanayru. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, what she's fighting Gan with in the end because she was coming from a spring. So it looks a lot like it. So I feel like that's a connection. And then like this, like this stuff that's on the front, uh, it looks ancient, I don't. I can't. I feel like I can't even connect it to what we've been look seeing, except maybe like the mural that we were seeing in the last trailer from I, I September. Was gonna say, it looks exactly like the uh, like the little deer head mural thing that we saw from. The, I know the, it the could be that weird trailer. deity too, but yeah. I feel like my my gut reaction was this is the princess from ten thousand years ago. I, I could buy that. I could definitely buy that. One second later, we've got uh, Link's mess up hand, kind of holding this. This mysterious character who may or may not be a old princess. Uh, they're they're clasping hand in hand. You can really see his hand is quite knackered. It looks like kind of like Ganondorfy actually. What I thought too when I first saw it. Yeah, um, when I first saw it, I I thought that she was shaking Ganondorf's hand, but then I was like, oh no, that's Link's. Well, I mean, it could be Ganondorf. We don't know. Okay, let's press play. We're at one thirty three. Got that theme blaring. So Link has definitely got this mechanical hand going on. Um, and I'm going to pause it at 139, so as we kind of suspected, this is definitely, like, the new kind of rune, because he can just grab stuff. This looks like, uh, Magnesis, almost. Um, yeah, kinda. Um, but it's green. BT dubs, this spot is on the plateau. Is it? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, let's keep on going. We're paused at 139. Oh, here it is, baby! 140! Okay, we got to pause at <laughs> 140. Link went to his local John Deere tractor dealership <laughs> and he's like, give me your best model because I got some grass to mow on this big ginormous Hyrule field. So Link is, he's driving baby. And you know what? I'm going to take it back because I think that this is actually some Zonai imagery here. The, the two things on either sides of the headlights kind of look like those dragons that, that we've seen previously. Maybe, yeah. This is where I, I did want to bring up Corey's theory. So our pal Corey Richmond, uh, who I think broke it down with, with GUI, they just released a trailer analysis of their own. Oh, cool. Um, so on the sides of the little dragon head things where you would think that tires would be is a symbol. 
And as Corey pointed out, you can see the symbol on a lot of the different kind of techie stuff that Link builds. So could there be a connection between Link's arm and like some tech that you can build? I think so. Like, I think it would make a lot of sense if you could forge like weapons out of tech or something. And that, that was like an ability of it that your arm gave you. Maybe you can do it on the fly. Maybe you have to build it somewhere like previous and then bring it into the field with you. I'm not really sure, but, uh, gotta love a truck in Zelda. Let me tell you that. That's awesome. I, I'll point out too that the, the thing that is powering this truck, that like generator or like kind of an engine looking thing in the back is that green stuff again. So yeah. like, is it good or is it bad? Do we just use it to our advantage? I don't know. <laughs> now, is this too far for you, Al? Because I, I did see a lot of people, including our dear friend uh, JC, Judy Calder, kind of being like, are we really doing trucks in Zelda now? Like, is that really what oh, we're doing? No, this is what I think it is. It's it's Nintendo saw what people were doing, especially with the next few images with the, the hot air balloon and the drone. Nintendo saw what we were doing with the carts, making ourselves levitate with the carts all the way to Hyrule Castle. They saw how we were moving around in this game and being innovative and creating new things. Mm -hmm. And they were like, let's put it in the game for them and see what else they can do. They loved that. So I feel like yeah. that's what they did. They gave us more options to go crazy with that kind of stuff. Yep. I think uh, it's awesome. I, I agree. I could listen to that argument, though. Like, it, you know. I I could see mm -hmm. I could see that perspective where it's just kind of like eh. we're this is a, like a fantasy series and like we're driving a John Deere tractor here like what are we doing? It looks but, fantasy and it looks like he took a raft and stuck two tires on it that he pulled off the plateau. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, uh, cool tires on the back as well. And this is clearly yeah. Hyrule Field uh, right yes. in front of the castle. So okay, let's let's press play. We are currently at 140, so let's hit it right now. Got our tractor, uh, Supposit 142, as you just mentioned, Al. We got like a hot air balloon going on, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. Which but we were seeing hot air balloon-ish stuff with the the Octorok balloons yeah. that you get. So yeah. kind of cool to see that taken to the next level. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's press play. Uh, so let's pause at 144. We got just like a full blown hovercraft going on right here. Yeah. Which, by the way, does have the symbol underneath all four fans. I guess you'd say. Yeah, and, like, that metal piece looks like the metal pieces that you could be lifting, you know, like, the big metal blocks or even in, yeah. the in the shrines, you know, to solve puzzles. So it's like you're taking more of your environmental stuff and then connecting it. It looks like they have, like, this gr the green energy is like a glue almost that's connecting these to that to that metal piece. Yeah, some some kind of binding energy. I don't, I'm yeah. Not sure. Yeah, you, maybe – I think you're right, actually. So I think you're – I'm going to take back what I said earlier. Clearly the green energy – Maybe it doesn't help you in the way you intend it, but it certainly doesn't hurt you. It, it, obviously, it's something that you're using to fuel Your together these objects and stuff like that. Yeah. Worth noting, too, we got the Death Star in the background. I don't know what that's yeah. doing there. Um, this is definitely an interesting area, like maybe where you got to fight some stuff. I, I don't yeah. know what's going on with the dark pillars coming up from the ground. I, I think Those are interesting. down from the sky, actually. That's kind of my oh, interpretation maybe. of it. But maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, okay, let's keep on going. We're pausing 144. We're going to press play. It's a nice scene of Link riding. And we got tons of stuff falling from the sky, covered in green. Yep. We got our logo, Tears of the Kingdom with the Ouroboros. All right, so this is the shot. So actually, I want to I wanna rewind so that we can see that. So 
two minutes right now. So Link has clearly been, he's been hit by the Malice because his arm is looking absolutely horrible. His champion's tunic is destroyed. I don't know. Like, I, I assume this, this happens at the beginning of the game. Um, right? okay. So I have some thoughts on this. Um, I, when this trailer came out, I was trying to splice together all the trailers so that I was I could see everything as they were happening in event order, especially the story pieces, mm-hmm. because I kind of wanted. It's clearly that it's clear that they were taken from the same like scene or cinematic. This, this point. is the same as the, the very first trailer we ever saw from exactly. Breath of the Wild Two. This is the same scene. Yeah, I wanted to see it play out in order of events. But what I noticed is that there's some discrepancies between what was happening in the 2019 trailer and what is happening in this trailer, what is happening in a couple other trailers that show that specific moment. Mm-hmm. Um, if if the, if it's all one and the same and they haven't changed anything from 2019, Zelda falls twice. She falls in two different instances. So there's this moment where Link is jumping for her and his arm is super jacked up, but there's also a moment where she falls straight down. Um, and there's not a lot of maliceness and craziness, and the world isn't falling apart around them like it is in right. this scene. And Link is able to grab her hand, and his hand is not jacked up. So either they changed it, or she falls twice. So that was interesting. It's very um, possible they change it, but well, one thing I do want to point out as well that Gooey mentioned to me, they are they're playing a little bit hokey pokey with some of the trailers. I can't remember exactly where it was, but there's somewhere in this trailer where something is clearly blurred out. That you're not supposed to see. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to watch their uh, analysis. So, um, I, I, he just mentioned it to me, kind of offhand. Actually, he mentioned it to me in an episode of Virtual Theater about the last one, oh. which is coming out soon, by the way. Nice. Um, but um yeah. So as we talked a little bit about Zelda before that, but there, there is some, there is some of that shenanigans going on that you might see in like a Marvel movie where they're trying to kind of keep things under wrap but show you enough. So it could be, could be some of that misdirection as well. Yeah, but there's, so, when I was piecing together those moments, I thought it was in this trailer, but it's clearly in a different one, where you do see Link's arm being attacked by the Malice, he's holding the, the Master Sword, mm-hmm. so that's how the Master Sword gets jacked too, which in the scene that we're paused on, he drops the Master Sword to jump for Zelda, so that's an interesting moment. Um, and then there's a moment, too, where his arm is then covered in the green stuff, or um, he appears to be lying down like he was in the Shrine of Resurrection, and his arm is glowing with that green stuff. Right. So I do feel like it's saving him. Probably. I don't know. I have, I have a theory about the last line, but let's 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 just play the rest of the trailer. And we'll get there. So I'm paused right now, currently at two minutes. Link's arm is messed up. He is jumping slow motion. Please lend him your power. Lend him your power is what Zelda says. So I'm gonna pause it at two o six. So Link is jumping to save Princess Zelda. I am pretty sure that the lend him your power line is Zelda talking to, but maybe let's just say someone from the Zonai tribe. And she is, so somehow Link has saved her from falling, but Link is in a bad way. Clearly his arm is all messed up. I'm pretty sure Zelda is going to bring him to a Zonai someone or, or maybe not a Zonai, but like someone of that ilk. But the, let's just say the people who make the green stuff. Okay. Whoever makes the green stuff. She's going to bring him to them, say, lend him your power so that they can infuse his arm with the green stuff and stop the malice from spreading. That's yeah. the line. Pretty okay. Sure. That's fair. Except I don't think that Link saves Zelda from falling because there's another scene in a different trailer where she very much falls down to darkness. So is that shenanigans? I think that or- was shenanigans. 
I don't think so. I think Link can't reach her. All right. Okay. Well, what do you got? What do you got for me? What's your theory? I just, th my theory is that Zelda falls and dies. Because, oh, come <laughs> and I know on. Listen to me, okay? The music that's playing in this moment is extremely sad Zelda's lullaby. So sad. Okay? How else am I supposed to evoke the feelings of the sad Zelda's lullaby other than she's dying or something oh, bad dying. happens to her? Or maybe Link... She dies, or she falls, and she's really gravely wounded, and Link is able to take her to the Shrine of Resurrection. I don't know, but I don't think he's able to save her in this moment, and I think what saves Link is the green hand. Well, I... I but yes, I, I, I agree that the green energy is stopping the malice from spreading, because his, his, that energy, the malice, goes all the way up to his chest. She, she ain't gonna die, I'll tell that. I could, I could maybe have a conversation about her being injured and going into the Shrine of Resurrection. She's not gonna Something die. Something bad is happening to her. Sure, but I, I think what is more like, I, I think my scenario is more likely. But we're, I guess we'll have to see who's right. We'll have to see who's okay. right. Make it a little bet. I don't uh, know. I feel like I'm better at interpreting story stuff than you are considering the malice. So, <laughs> listen, it's not my fault that all of you guys are just like willing to accept this non-explanation, half-baked malice garbage. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's continue playing. We're paused at 206, so let's. I think this should finish out the trailer. As we know, it comes out in May. That'd be funny. Three if months was, from today. That'd be funny if that meant December 5th instead. <laughs> like, oh god. Uh, okay, so there's the trailer. There is the trailer for Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, broke it, we broke it down about as well as anybody, I think, possibly could have. So lots lots of good stuff. New enemies, which is great. New gameplay mechanics, which is great. Story details, which is good. Same world. Maybe not, you know. But, but I think that there's a lot that they can still tell us to make it exciting to go revisit the same world. But they haven't told us yet, so I'm not... You know, I'm not, like, absolutely... I'm just... I'm still not there. Something is still missing, but that trailer... You know, great trailer. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. That was a great trailer. Got me excited. It's given There's, us more than they yeah. gave us in the last few years. Oh, way more. Way more. Mm -hmm. This this is the best trailer by far. I just... I don't know where we go from here. Like, unless they just release a trailer on, like, a Tuesday, which they very well could do. But I don't know... I don't, like, I don't think there's going to be any more events leading up to this unless they just announce, like, a Tears of the Kingdom direct, which I is possible. And, you know, I'm, I'm so tired trying to predict what Nintendo does. Like, anything is possible. <laughs> right. Um, it's like, we still don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what our next step is, but this can't be it before the game comes out. This this can't be it, right? I don't... I, I, right? I, no, I, I no. hope. No, I don't think so. Your, your silence actually says, like, this very well could be it, to be honest. Like, this this could be it. <laughs> I don't think I so. I was not. silent because uh, my brain was lagging after all that analysis. Um, but, no, I don't think that's it. I think coming up to it, we'll get more. But, again, we're, we're three months out. It feels like we should be getting more already, but I don't think we will until maybe more, like, six weeks out. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, well, uh, I don't think... Do we have anything else that we want to add for this week before uh, before we, we march on out of here? I'm looking at my notes. Uh, oh, I have, I have two things. I have two things, but you go first. I, I'm, I think I covered everything in what we were watching on the trailer, so I think we're good. Okay. So the first thing, next week... This is what we want you guys listening to do. We want you 
to ask us anything about the trailer. You can give us your theories. You can give us your questions. You can give us whatever you want. Let us know, and we are going to answer and talk about it on the show. We're going to do a Tears of the Kingdom trailer Q&A, and we're going to get a lot of really good information there. We're going to get your questions, so we're going to have a tweet sent out. You can join us on Discord, and you can ask us, and we are going to be answering any and all Tears of the Question theories, rumors, whatever. Have at us, and we're going to we're gonna answer it. And I have an announcement to make as well. Yes. Okay, I know, so, Andy, you have to announce something. Yes. So last... <laughs> Was it last week that we did our Horizon Elden Ring episode? It feels like oh, a century yeah. ago. Okay. Yeah, it feels like forever ago. So last week, a bunch of people took me to task about my my Elden Ring opinion, and I don't, I won't back down from that. But I will say this: everyone has convinced me to give it another shot, another <laughs> chance, a last ride. So uh, I I don't have a date yet, but in the in the future sometime, Spiteri. Fame, Lloyd, Aletha, if you want to come. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'll be there. We'll have four big names for Elden Ring, The Last Ride. I'm going to be streaming Elden Ring on this channel, twitch.tv forward slash the ZeldaCast. And uh, I'm either, it's either going to click, and I'm going to love it, and I'm going to finish it, or it's this is going to be it, The Last Ride, The Last Time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, I told Goonrod I'd try it again, too. And, I mean, I want to defend myself a little bit because I feel like sometimes people on the internet, they hear any type of criticism about something yeah. and they're like, I can't trust their opinion. They're saying it's bad. No, that is not what we said at all. We just said it's not our cup of tea because people we're, I mean, so me personally, I can't speak for you. Games. I'm not a good video game player. Of no, course I didn't not, enjoy not this really. game. I suck. Of course, that your your answer is get good, but I can't. So I, that's why I don't enjoy the game. It's still a fantastic yeah. beautiful game. So bro, put an easy down. mode in. That, then I'll, then I'll be exactly. great at it. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty good at some games, but not those games. So Mm-mm. yeah, Gooey actually messaged me. He's like, dude, I feel so bad. Rod was giving Allison like this really great advice, and like I gave you I gave you awful advice to, to start. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Just funny, but so yeah, that's gonna be going down. I'm gonna give it one more shot. The last ride. Okay, so for all you people getting defensive, I, you know, I, I actually, I take that back. Some people were kind of, eh, Some defensive. people were fair. Some people were like, like, uh, one of our listeners messaged me just with a very, very sweet message. He's like, hey, like, you know, if you're getting in, I really recommend following this guide and like start to fit. And like, there, there was a lot of people that like yes, wanted, they to, wanted help to help me love. Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wanted to help us love the game. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know if it's a game that we can love, but we're going to try We'll try. So there we go. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's it for Tears of the Kingdom. Next week, we want your Tears of the Kingdom questions, theories, thoughts, speculations. Uh, and then we'll we'll go over all that stuff. So let us know. And I think that's about it. I think that's uh, about yeah. all we got. So uh, let's get to plugging. Um, all right. You can check us out over on Twitter at the TheZeldaCast, at Spateri316, at Allison Aletha. And of course, wherever you get your podcast, like and subscribe. Leave us a sweet, sweet five-star review. That would be uh, that would be awesome. We'd really appreciate that. And uh, make sure that you're checking us out for all your news and thoughts and whatnot going up into the, the build-up to Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, exciting times. Even if we don't have everything that we feel like we should for this game, we got so much good Zelda stuff on the horizon. Lots of people haven't played the Oracles, so those are on the way. Lots of people haven't played Minish Cap, so that's on the way. It's, it's a good time to be a Zelda fan, so, uh, you know... 
Good times, all around. Play Metroid Prime Remastered. Great game. Best looking Nintendo game that they've ever done. Uh, Alright, well that's it. We're gonna get out of here. Until next week, everybody. Sayonara. <laughs>